Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you are watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure for us to have this conversation today. And you could have been in a thousand other places where you've chosen to join this broadcast. I want to say thank you, thank you very much. Please do me a favor, share this broadcast, invite other people to join us, and together we are going to learn and grow. If you have any questions, there's a number on the screen, 214-908-3963, 214-908-3963. You can get hold of me through that number. If you rather send an email, the email is eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com, eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. If you are listening through the IEM approach, podcast and you have any questions you have any suggestions you have any comments please go ahead and send them the number again is 214-908-3963 the only disclaimer i have for my broadcast is that i am an immigrant i am not running for any political office I'm not representing any political party. I am here on my own free will to share my experiences, my mistakes, so that other immigrants can avoid making those mistakes in order to hit the ground running. We have been talking for the past 39 days about the 52 different strategies that will position every immigrant anywhere in the globe to do well. Our discussions have been from uh, this resource that I put together. It's a roadmap and I don't want you to miss out on the information that I have in this book because of $8. The book is just $8, but it is worth more than that. And if you cannot afford the $8 and you have Amazon Prime, you can read it on Kindle for free. What I've put together are 52 different areas that I expect you to think about them, develop yourself in those areas, and you are going to do well. You've come this far because there's a drive in you. You've come this far because you want more. You've come this far because you desire to succeed. You've come this far because you are hungry. And I don't want you to settle down for less. Avoid making the mistakes that other people have made 
before you. Avoid making the mistakes that other immigrants have made. It is okay for you to make mistakes because we learn from our mistakes where it is foolish. It's not being wise if you repeat the mistakes of other people. If you are not reading, you are not growing. Leaders read. The 52 different areas we've covered, 39 already, and I encourage you to search the past episodes and get up to speed. Each area stands on its own. I expect you to grow in those areas, to read more books, listen to more talks, and you're going to be successful. Before I talk today about learning English, I am going to leave you uh, with this. I've been thinking about stress uh, because living abroad as an immigrant, especially in the United States, is very stressful. The demands on your time are endless. The demand on your resources are endless. How do you cope with stress? How do you handle stress? I'm just going to give you three basic things that you can do. Fortunately, we've already covered some of these things in a prior uh, broadcast. It's going to be a reminder. It's information that you already know. Unfortunately, most of us are not using that information. I'm talking about stress. Personally, I've been laid off twice, and it wasn't easy. The first time I had no green card, it wasn't possible for me to get a job. It was in the midst of the, a, 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 a terrible uh, economic downturn and uh, it was just difficult. This is how you're gonna manage your stress. As you're trying to figure out how to live and keep growing and learning in this new country, the first thing is that you should make sure you are exercising regularly. We talked about that extensively. I exercise is very difficult, but it's doable. I've been exercising for the past more than 10 years. I average 30 miles a day, five days a week, come rain, come shine, come snow. In addition to running, I do push-ups, I started doing push-ups uh, three years ago, and now I'm averaging about 330 or so each day. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is to do 180 push-ups. That wakes me up, sets me up to do my med morning uh, meditation. And that is something that you should do as well. Create time to pray, create time to quieten your mind. And it's good before you start your day, you center yourself by counting your blessings and focusing on the things in your life that are going well. So you can exercise, you can meditate, and make sure that you avoid eating 
sugary foods and drinking sugar. We, we talked about you eating carefully and making sure that you don't abandon the diet, the foods that you ate in your home country. The American diet is dangerous. It's loaded with sugar. Sugar in the barbecue sauce, sugar in the ketchup, sugar in the bread, sugar in the soup, sugar in the beans, sugar everywhere. It's going to kill you. It's going to impact your quality of life. It's going to impact your waistline. It's going to impact your arteries. It's going to impact your focus. It's going to impact your mind. Stay away from sugar. Stay away from sugar. It's very important that you eat fresh veggies and uh, fresh foods. Avoid uh, foods uh, that are processed. I have a book here. We'll talk about it one of these days. Uh, What's in your glass? A Pentecostal Christians and the Hidden Dangers of Sugary Drinks. It's very important for you to take care of your health. Please, please. Don't overindulge. Don't overindulge on the pizzas and the sodas, you name it. Don't overindulge. It's going to cut your life short. In addition to watching what you eat and exercising and meditating, you should also make sure you sleep well. Some of us have made it a habit to walk in the night. I know you're going to push back, but let me tell you, you are reducing your life and you are risking uh, being stricken by cancer and other diseases. Night was meant for us to sleep. Now you can tell me you don't understand my situation. I have to walk nights. But if you keep walking nights year in, year out, year in, you're going to age faster. You are going, your health is going to deteriorate. Just because other people do it, it doesn't mean that you should do it. Take care of your health. Without health, nothing else is going to matter. Without good health, nothing else is going to matter. Health is indeed wealth. It's now that you are healthy that you should think about taking good care of your health. Make sure you are sleeping. A minimum, what, seven hours, eight hours, your body needs to repair during sleep. You're not wasting your time when you sleep because when you have a good night's sleep and you are rested, you get up in the morning, you'll be able to tackle today. Now, let me leave this with you. I'm talking to the immigrants. Listen to me today. You, uh, 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 when you are sleeping in the night, when you are sleeping, turn off your phone and put it out of the room. Don't sleep with your phone in your in the in the in the room. I say this because you work hard during the day, and in the night you want to sleep. Your phone is on. The time zones are different, and you receive all these phone calls all hours of the night. They cut your sleep. And you are not rested. You're going to kill yourself. You're going to die before your time if you keep trying to solve all the world's problems. Even if somebody dies 
and the call, you can't resurrect them. You're going to hear the information the next day, which means when it's time to sleep, you should sleep. Turn off the damn phone. Turn it off. Put it in the living room. I don't sleep with my phone in my room. By the way, sleeping and resting and rejuvenating is very important. And that is why I have one day of the week that I don't use my phone. I turn it off. I don't touch it. I don't use it. I don't answer it. I don't go online. I don't do nothing. One day of the week. The body needs to rest. If not, you are going to kill yourself. Today I'm going to talk about learning the English language and why it's important for you to learn the English language if you want to be successful. Please, I didn't say other languages are inferior. I didn't say other languages are not represented. What I'm trying to say here uh, is about being pragmatic. It's about being sensible. When I was a kid, my father was transferred from our village to another uh, station to teach uh, in, uh, in another area of the country. And I had to learn two languages when I went to that uh, particular place. In fact, I was learning three languages uh, simultaneously. I was learning the English language, learning how to speak Pidgin, and learning how to speak the Bayangi language. I was about six years old then, and I mastered all the three languages within a very short time. Language is a powerful tool of communication. Language is very important. And by the way, I am not trying to compare the English language to any other language. What I'm just saying here is that if you moved from one country to another, you, it's incumbent on you to learn the language of that country. It's incumbent for you to learn the language of that country. It's not about discrimination. It's not about racism. It's not about inclusivity. It's about you being wise. It's about you being smart. If you don't, if, 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 how are you going to communicate with other people if you don't know how to speak the English language? How are you going to help your children do their homework if you don't know how to speak, read, and write the English language? How are you going to participate in the PTA meetings and contribute in the building of the community if you don't know how to speak the English language? How are you going to set up a multinational business and solve problems in the country if you don't know how to speak the English language? How are you going to access the research? How are you going to conduct research if you don't know how to use the English language. Please don't tell me about Google Translator and other services. You have to get out of your comfort zone and learn the English language. I'm talking in the case of the United States, if you're in Japan, learn Japanese. If you're in France, learn French. If you're in Portugal, you better be learning Portuguese. If you are in Spain, you should be learning Spanish. If you're in Mexico, you should be learning uh, Spanish. Anywhere in the world you find yourself, 
to communicate with the people. Don't wait for those people that you, where you migrated and met to adjust to you. You have to make the adjustments. By the way, you are the person who decided to move towards them. It is on you to learn the language. If not, you are clipping your wings. You are chaining yourself. And you are going to pay a heptic price for that. Yes, there are services to translate stuff for you. Please, don't rely on those. Grow up. Push yourself. Learn the language. It is unfortunate that you have people in the United States that have lived here for 30 plus years, yet they haven't learned the English language. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder they're still struggling in some areas. They can't enter certain places because they don't have the language. They can't express themselves. It's important. I didn't say that there's something wrong with you. The language that you, 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 you spoke as a child or the language you spoke wherever you're coming from, right now, English, it's a play. If you want to go far, if, if you want to make an impact, if you want to reach your full potential in this new country of yours, you better wake up and learn the English language. It's not going to be easy, but you must learn the English language. It's not going to be easy. You have to push yourself. You've already come this far. Don't let somebody tell you in the name of diversity. Don't let somebody tell you in the name of relativity or whatever excuse they give that you should stay in your comfort zone and not learn the English language. Can you tell me one advantage of not learning the language of the country that you've migrated into? I mean, just one advantage for not learning the language. Can you give me one good ex uh, uh, excuse? There isn't any. There isn't any. I speak five languages. You can learn English and speak multiple languages. It's possible. It's going to be difficult but you have to grow up and do that. It's important to communicate. It's important to connect with people. Don't wait to be pushed to do that. But they may tell you it's okay not to learn the language. And you think it's a good idea. You are going to pay a price. Information will be hidden from you. You will not be able to access information. It's important for you to learn the language. Now, learning the language is also figurative. The other aspect of learning the language, is, it's, it's, it's about learning how to communicate, learning how to fit in, learning how to get assimilated. Oh yeah, I've used that terrible way to gain assimilation. Of course, if you don't want to get assimilated, if you don't want to become part of the system, why did you show up in the first place? When I started from inception, I said, you need to come out with your why. Why did you migrate? Why did you choose the United States of America or any other country that you moved to? Why did you choose that particular country? Please be honest with yourself. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It is, we, you need to operate by the truth. You face the facts. Didn't you move to, a part, to the U.S. because you thought the U.S. was having greener pastures for you. If that, is, if that is it, what makes those pastures greener? It's time for, for you to, to answer that question. What makes 
the United States unique? Why did you select it over all the other countries? This may be an uncomfortable conversation, but we need to have it. You've left so much behind, and I don't want you to miss, uh, uh, to, to, to not ask the right question, to not position yourself to do well. Learning the, lang learning the English language is not going to take anything away from you. Instead, it's going to make you stronger and better. Now, you can tell. I've written, what, 19 plus books in English. I communicate in English. I teach in English. It is opened many doors to me. There's zero disadvantage for speaking the English language. Please don't tell me, oh, uh, the English has, is an imperial language has been imposed on people, yada, yada, yada. Let's not go there. You are here right now. You need a job. You are here right now. You need to reach out, develop yourself, and deploy, and you need a means of communication. It's just being practical. Push yourself, grow, learn the language, and you are going to go places. If you don't, your children are going to suffer, and you'll not be laying down a strong foundation for them. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I can't, we are on, I'm, I'm, I'm being streamed on multiple channels. That is why I cannot interact with you live. But if you have any comments, leave them below. And after this broadcast, I'm going to attend to them. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Until next time, stay tuned for more updates.